Yankee Doodle went to town riding on a pony. Stuck a feather in his hat and called it macaroni. This is the Historian's Podcast, and I'm Bob Cudmore. We welcome real friends of the program today, folk singers Cosby Gibson and Tom Staudle. Uh, they've been on the Historian's Podcast several times uh, singing songs from their uh, shows where they do history stories uh, for the entertainment and education of their audience. And they have a new history theme program to talk about and sing about today about the American Revolution. Let's talk first with uh, Tom Stoddle. How you doing, Tom? Very good, Mr. Cudmore. How have you been? Okay. You're going to mainly be the singer on uh, the song we're about to hear, which uh, is written here in front of me. If there was a top 10 list of American Revolution songs, this one could be number one. Uh, What is it? Oh, well, it's Yankee Doodle. And everybody back in the day pretty much was singing it. And once, once the war and we started winning the war... Because uh, Yankee Doodle actually was a, originally a British song, catchy as it was, and as the tune went on, uh, the British loved to tease the Americans by singing it, because Yankee came from a, a common Dutch name, Janka uh, Doodle, mm-hmm. and, uh, which meant simpleton or macaroni. And, uh, and, and macaroni was actually a hairstyle of the era, and that was his nickname was a dandy, so they put it all together. Yankee Doodle Dandy, and they goofed on the Americans. But once the Americans turned the table and started winning the war, they adopted the song themselves to make fun of the British. And at that point, everybody was singing. And, you know, I mean, little kids sing it today. So, yeah, it would probably be in the top ten of the American Revolutionary songs. That's for sure. Yeah, it is a, a very catchy tune, as you say. Get, that get, is, and, and I'm not the I'm not the only one that sings on it. Cosby Cosby sings on it too, definitely. You know, I you know, song wouldn't make without Cosby singing on it. And you've been uh, at this now for some time, uh, you and Cosby singing and 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 separately too. But you're singing songs and recording things. Uh, Cosby was telling me that you've got a your own recording studio now in your kitchen. Well, it's not really a, a studio per se. It is the kitchen, and I just have everything set up, you know, the microphones and whatnot and the machines that I need to, the drum machine or the synthesizers or whatever, you know, my guitar or the bass. And I just sit there or I move two steps over and I'm in my living room if I need to stand or do something where I need elbow room. But, yeah, uh, yeah that, that's where it all gets done, you know. <laughs> Struggle um... musician, you know. How long have you been singing? Well, I've been I've been trying to sing basically my whole entire life, but doing doing it publicly, I would say my whole entire life because I was in the choir as a kid in school and whatnot. But uh, pretty much to do it out, you know, trying to do it professionally and whatnot, probably the last ten years or so, ten or eleven years, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, started writing songs about ten years ago, eleven years ago, and. You know, we got serious about performing live, and uh, that was a big boost and help from Cosby, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, no, it's been going well, and we've been doing the different shows, the Erie Canal show, the Adirondack Lumber Camp show, the Labor Union show, and uh, 
Now we have one on the Songs of the American Revolution. If I, I can just sneak in one little plug for myself, really. more I would say more than 20 years ago, well, anyway, 10, 20 years ago, you wrote a song about me called One Man Show. I did. I did. And and actually, I don't think it was 20 years ago because I've been I've been here six years and uh, I wrote it while we were at Pete's, Pete Betts, historian, librarian, you know, the gentleman. And that was we were there four years. And that was so it's only been about 10 years. But that was one man show. And that was all about your radio show because we listened to you every morning. It was great. <laughs> All right. Reading the news, top of the fold. It was great. <laughs> I'm glad you. Well, it really uh, was a great thing for me to hear. Well, listen, let's get to the, the music right now. Here are uh, Tom Stoddle and Cosby Gibson with Yankee Doodle. Yankee Doodle went to town riding on a pony. Stuck a feather in his hat and called it macaroni. Yankee Doodle, keep it up, Yankee Doodle dandy. Mind the music in the step and with the girls be handy. Father and I went down to camp along with Captain Gooding. And there we saw the men and boys as thick as hasty pudding. Yankee Doodle, keep it up, Yankee Doodle dandy. Mind the music in the step and with the girls be handy. And there we saw a swamping gun big as a log of maple. Upon a little deuced cart, a load for father's cattle. Yankee Doodle, keep it up, Yankee Doodle dandy. Mind the music in the step and with the girls be handy. And every time they fired it off, it took a horn of powder. It made a noise like father's gun, except the nation louder. Yankee Doodle, keep it up, Yankee Doodle dandy. Mind the music and the step and with the girls be handy. And there we saw a thousand men as rich as Squire David. And what they wasted every day, I wish it could be saved. Yankee Doodle, keep it up, Yankee Doodle dandy. Mind the music and the step and with the girls be handy. And there was Captain Washington upon a strapping stallion. A giving orders to his men, there must have been a million. Yankee Doodle, keep it up, Yankee Doodle dandy. Mind the music and the step and with the girls be handy. And then they marched and countermarched and made so great a bother. I hooked it home and never stopped until I saw my mother. Yankee Doodle, keep it up, Yankee Doodle dandy. Mind the music and the step and with the girls be handy. Yankee Doodle is the tune Americans delight on. It is good for marching and it's just the thing to fight on. Yankee Doodle, keep it up, Yankee Doodle dandy. Mind the music and the step and with the girls be handy. Yankee Doodle went to town riding on a pony. Stuck a feather in his hat and called it macaroni. A spirited rendition of Yankee Doodle. Sounds like uh, that song is uh, fun to sing, Cosby Gibson. It is really fun. It it's almost has a marching beat to it. And when we do it live in the show, we'll be having some instruments that are historic, like a snare drum, and I'll be playing like a little fife-type instrument. That That's what really makes history come alive. 
I remember when I took history in school, it was not that interesting. But when I went to the Farmer's Museum in Cooperstown and I saw the actual tools and the things that people were using and what they wore, I really became interested in history. Interesting that you and Tom, I mean, you don't exclusively deal with history in your music, but you've you've done a lot of that. How come? Um, I would say the history programs are kind of our bread and butter uh, and we love doing them. And uh, well, there's a lot of nonprofit um, organizations up here, libraries, museums, and historic sites, I would say more so than maybe in a city. And they just love these programs. It, it's gotten to the point where uh, some people are asking, you know, what's the next program? This is maybe our fourth or fifth one that we've done. And they're very well attended. And, and they're just lots of fun. Well, let's get to uh, one of the songs from your uh, program on the American Revolution about the female patriots. Uh, what would you like to say about that, Cosby? The, the American Revolution, actually, everybody pitched in uh, to help, uh, both including uh, African Americans and Native Americans, uh, women and children. This song is uh, praises the females who were working towards helping uh, in the American Revolution. It was very rare that a woman would uh, be a soldier. It, it, did, uh, it did happen. Uh, one person was a lady named Mary Hayes. She's also known as Molly Pitcher, and mm -hmm. she fought in the Battle of, Battle of Monmouth. But otherwise, most women would, uh, they would sometimes go out and cook for the soldiers who were maybe camped nearby. They might refuse to serve tea from England or wear English clothing and be inhospitable to British soldiers. Um, they would also um, provide supplies if they could or do laundry for the soldiers. And, um, of course, some other women that uh, people may have heard of is Betsy Ross, who sewed the first flag, Martha Washington, who was George Washington's wife, who was very involved. And here's something really funny. A woman named Old Mom Rinker would send updates about the British to George Washington, but the way that she did that is she would hide them in a ball of yarn and she would roll the yarn over the cliffs to the army camp so that, so that they were secretly delivered. Talking to, as we do on Historians Podcast, different uh, people who are interested in the American Revolution or or, his, or history of that era. Dawn Zamiya, we, we just had an interview with the gentleman who's the curator at uh, Fort Ticonderoga. Uh, I'm blanking on his first name. It might be Matthew, but it's Cagle. He was explaining how in those days, the soldiers would be fighting, let's say, but there would be camp followers. They're often their girlfriends and wives and children would uh, come with them or be with them uh, when they were out on the um, front or, you know, in tents about to do battle or maybe even in forts like at Fort Ticonderoga. They'd be, they'd be together. That's true. And uh, again, like they would cook, they would cook for them. And I, and I think that'd be really important because it was pretty rough. You know, they, they, it was, the weather was difficult and they didn't always get supplies from the government like they were supposed to. So their clothes might not have been the best. So it really helped support, the, I think that that kind of troop, the entourage following along what really helped. Well, let's listen to Cosby Gibson and Tom Stottle with song from the American Revolution, The Female Patriots. All hail superior sex, exalted fair, mirrors of virtue, heaven's peculiar care. Accept the tribute of our warmest praise, the soldier's blessing and 
the Patriots Day. No more sit weeping o'er the veteran band, those brave protectors of her hand. For lo, these sons her glorious work renew, cheered by such gifts and smiles and prayers for you. Yes, now ye sister angels of each state, who cause our hearts to glow with joy elate. For fame's first plotted we no more contest, constrained to own it decks the female breast. And so the future bards will soar sublime. And waft you glorious down the stream of time. And freedom's ensign thus inscribed shall wave. The patriot females who their country save. All hail superior sex, exalted fair. Mirrors of virtue, heaven's peculiar care. Accept the tribute of our warmest praise. The soldier's blessing and the patriot's page. The female patriots of the American Revolution. You think you, uh, I don't think I could have survived that perilous time. What do you think? Could you, could you have hung in there? Definitely not. <laughs> I think one night of being cold and I would have said, no thanks. Let's <laughs> see. <laughs> Now, the next song that we're going to put on is uh, called The Revolutionary Alphabet. And um, what what is that? Can you explain that? This is a really charming song that is actually goes a, like through the alphabet, A, B, C, like A is for, you know, Apple or something like that. And um, it talks about the uh, an, sort of an inside view about the rebels' opinions of the British which were not good, as you know, and also sort of included some uh, bits about the lifestyle, you know, the encampments and things like that. And it's it's a very bouncy type song and a fun song. I should mention that the songs were taken from, or they were derived from ballads from the British Isles that were brought by settlers, and they also from hymns. And in those days, it was perfectly acceptable to take a melody from a song and use it for yourself. In mm-hmm. today's world, that's, that's called plagiarism, right? But in those days, you would, you would do that. And these songs were very important to spread news, really. They were printed on paper sometimes and sold in the street. And people would get ideas or news through, this, uh, through these songs about maybe the enemy did something really bad or maybe they were winning in one area. So uh, this revolutionary alphabet and having the opinions of the rebels, uh, that was a a big part of these songs. Now, we had mentioned, or when Tom was talking with us about Yankee Doodle, that that was originally an English song. Both the female revolutionaries and the revolutionary alphabet, it it wasn't like it it was written by, uh, I'm going to date myself, somebody like Cole Porter, or, you know, a an actual person. It's just something that kind of rose up from the people. That's right. And oftentimes these songs were either anonymous or even uh, the author was unknown. 
but but that's correct. There were I don't there weren't any official songwriters I don't think in those days as we know it. Um, if that sort of type would have been a composer, you know, uh, would be composing orchestra or something. But folk songs were written by people and and to express their feelings and a lot of times political feelings or ideologies. Let's uh, take a listen now to the revolutionary alphabet. Stand firmly, A to Z, we swear forever to be free. Stand firmly, A to Z, we swear forever to be free. He stands for Americans who never will be slaves. B's for Boston's bravery that ever freedom saves. C is for the Congress, which the lawyer will be free. D stands for defiance against the force and tyranny. Stand firmly to Z, we swear forever to be free. E stands for the evils which a civil war must bring. F stands for the dreadful faith for people and for kings. G's for George, may heaven grant him wisdom, help, and grace. H is for the hypocrites who wear a double face. Stand firmly to see we swear forever to be free. J's for justice, which the traitors now in power defy. K's the king again, who should to such the acts apply. L's for London, where he sits to honor ever true. M's for Mansfield, who it seemed doth hold another view. Stand firmly to see we swear forever to be free. In his north boot to the house the evil mandate brings. Oath for oath who seemingly hide subjects not for kings. P stands for the people who their freedom would defend. Q stands for the question when will England's troubles end. Stand firmly to see we swear forever to be free. R stands for the rebels, not in Boston, but at home. S stands for the stewards sent by Whigs aboard to Rome. T stands for the Tories who may try to bring them back. V stands for the villains who have well deserved the wreck. Stand firmly to see we swear forever to be free. W must stand for will to from the war and save. Why for York the new now have corrupted, half enslaved? Z we give to zeros which refers to Tories minions. Threaten us with fire and sword to bias our opinions. Stand firmly to see we swear forever to be free. Stand Firmly to see we swear forever to be free. And firmly to see we swear forever to be free. Cosby Gibson and uh, Tom Stoddle with the revolutionary alphabet. 
We're talking with Cosby Gibson right now. When are you going to be seen doing this program? And, and, and what do you officially call it and so forth? Yes, the program is called American Revolution Historic Songs. It's about 45 minutes. It's for all ages, probably at best over 10 years old. And we're going to be playing it. Uh, it's, it's going to be a permanent part of our repertoire. But this summer, we have about six places so far. The Clifton Park Library... The Berkshire Museum, Gloversville Library, Arkell Museum, the Old Forge Library, and the Mayfield Historic Site. And we're we're glad to play for anyone who uh, would like to approach us. Uh, there, it's a, a very fun program that can be included into like an event, like if you had a day long event or something, or even just a special event. Okay, is can uh, do you have a central location where? This is posted to say online. Yes, um, our website is um, it's my name CosbyGibson.com. dot com, and uh, that's and there's a calendar on there. The first program like this, as I recall, you doing and you and Tom have made reference to it, had to do with the Erie Canal, and that was sort of an interesting story. How did the how did you come to do this program on the Erie Canal. You did it up here, but you also did it in at least one faraway place. A friend of ours noticed that it was the anniversary of the Erie Canal, I think, suggested that we write, sing Erie Canal songs. And ever since then, I've just kept building on that. And we did Erie Canal, Adirondack Lumber Camp songs, just as Tom was saying, and uh, Labor Union songs, and now this. And um, we ended up traveling to Kansas to do this show as part of a grant program. There's a tiny little corner of Kansas that is very remote called Coffeyville, and maybe uh, people have heard of that because there was an historic bank robbery there. But um, we, did the, the, we did the Erie Canal program about 11 times in a week. And uh, we were, we, <laughs> we didn't want to have to pay for a hotel, so we ended up sleeping in our minivan in a campground and we have a ton of stories of funny stories about that uh endeavor <laughs> but uh, that was yeah and some of the shows it was pretty challenging as musicians to do that because some of the shows there was one day when there was three shows booked in one day and with something like 40 minutes apart which included the driving time so we were we did it though we, we really hustled to so load up load up the equipment drive to the place unload it and be ready on time that was that was good practice, I guess. We were 40 miles from Albany. Forget it, I never shall. What a terrible storm we had one night on the Erie Canal. Oh, the Erie was rising and the chin was getting low. And I scarcely think that we'll get a little drink till we get to Buffalo. Oh, oh, till we get to Buffalo. Loaded down with barley, we were chucked full up on rye. And the captain, he looked down on me with his gosh darn wicked eye. Oh, the Erie was rising, and the gin was a getting low. And I scarcely think that we'll get a little drink till we get to Buffalo. Oh, oh, till we get to Buffalo. Our captain, he came on the deck with a spyglass in his hand. And the fog, it was so tarnal thick that he could not spy the land. Oh, the Erie was rising, and the chin was a getting low. 
And I scarcely think that we'll get our little drink Till we get to Buffalo Till we get to Buffalo Well, it sounds like you work a lot uh, to be uh, singers. I mean, this is what you do. This is your life's calling, is it not? Yes, we're we're full time, and uh, we I think we work every day. I, I would say sixty hours a week or more. Just always thinking about this. It's it's just it is in our blood, and we we just keep we can't help but keep creating. And it's always so much fun to have a new idea or to have think of a new song or to work on a program like this. So it's it's very exciting lifestyle. How did you follow this star, if you will? How did, how, how did this come to be for you? My father is an opera singer. He's a tenor, and he sang with the Brussels Light Opera Company. So I've always been around singing. I remember my dad, he would sing in the shower. He'd sing around the house, and that, that was just dad singing. I had no idea that he was actually, you know, he was in front of audiences and things like that. But I've always been singing, you know, in the car or in the bedroom or whatever, just to sing and never really did it as a profession. And then um, I, I just started, I, I have always played guitar too, but at one point I injured my hand and it, it, I stopped playing. And then I was able to start playing again, so I just started writing songs. Now Tom and- has been writing songs, I think, for... Um, he wrote a few, I think, in high school and as a, a young adult, and he is really good at music, and he knows so much about music. He also knows a lot about bands and uh, and music history, too. Both of you, I believe, uh, have received some valuable uh, publicity from uh, the uh, public radio uh, uh, stations, uh, WEXT, and they have another a set of call letters, and they're affiliated with uh, WMHT and also affiliated with uh, a service called RISE, where the Historian's Podcast is heard. Uh, RISE is a uh, radio service for uh, people who are blind or can't can't see. Uh, They've been very helpful to you, have they not, these uh, DJs? Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, WEXT, Tom had songs played for two years straight. He kept submitting his songs, and they kept playing them for two years straight. And uh, also made the end of the year list. We also were recently nominated for a regional award called the Eddie, which is the Thomas Edison Music Awards. It's associated with Proctor's Theater, and it's very prestigious. It's by invitation, and it's they're they're in their fifth year, and that was just recently. It was very exciting time. Those kinds of things in an, a region can make or break you if, if if you or the artist actually as a group have living in an area with something like WEXT or like you Mr. Cudmore who support us or having awards like that just really bring all the musicians together really create a music city feeling and uh, so we're very very grateful to that well Cosby Gibson uh, best to you and uh, Tom Stottle as you continue with your musical career and uh, People will be out there this year seeing you do the songs of the American Revolution. Thanks very much. Thank you so much. Bye, Mr. Cudmore. Have a great day. God bless you. Well, thank you, Tom. Say hi to Dave for me, please. I will say hi to Dave and for Ms. you. And Miss Audrey. And Miss Audrey, indeed. Did you know I found out this is a really off-base question or line of thought. You know, there was a, a Miss Audrey in the early days of... Uh, country music. She was the first wife 
of the poet. And again, I'm blanking on the name of the poet. That's kind of funny because it does sound familiar in this illustrious and country music. Yeah. I'm not, but once you said it, well, she played. Yeah, I'm, not, the, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, like early, early country. Yeah, this was like in the 40s or something. Exactly, um, I was going to say 40s, 50s. Yeah. Uh, he was, um, again, you think... But I, I, think I don't it. know the poet. Yeah, the poet. Father and I went down to camp along with Captain Gooding. And there we saw the men and boys as thick as hasty pudding. Yankee Doodle, keep it up. Yankee Doodle, dandy. Find the music in the step and with the girls be handy. Well, anyway, Tom Cosby, thanks very much for joining us. If you want to support the historians podcast we have uh, two methods for you to make a donation to our cause you can look for the website that uh, is our gofundme website by going to our uh, website bobcudmore.com or you can uh, send a check made out to me bob cudmore to 125 horseman drive scotia new york 12302 this has been the historians podcast I'm Bob Cudmore. My music and the step and with the girls be handy. Yankee Doodle went to town riding on a pony. Stuck a feather in his hat and called it macaroni.